This is the Closing Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Riley Smith. We're here with Robin Schmall of agmarket.net. Robin, what do we see going on in the grain markets today? Well, the big thing was uh, the USDA's Outlook Forum report and its impact on the market. So uh, we did see initially, you know, early this morning during the morning trade, we saw some strength come back into the market, brought prices back up to about unchanged on corn soybeans. But then over time, they just started weakening again. Uh, the USDA's numbers, uh, they're looking at a, uh, at least their estimates now off of this forum. They're looking at 91 million acres of corn planted. Uh, last year, we had 94.6 million. So they're anticipating a, a decrease in the corn acres, but they're increased the yield to 181. Uh, where last year it was 177.3. Uh, now, the estimates by the trade were 91.8 million acres. Uh, so it was a little more supportive from looking at the estimates, but it really didn't have that much impact on the marketplace uh, with corn you know, down six to seven cents you know, by the end of the day. Now, they did take ending stocks and moved them up on their estimates to 2.532 billion bushels, where last year we were at 2.172. So that's not that friendly either again. Uh, we have been seeing a little bit more competition from South America and our exports are running behind, you know, what we are projected for this year. So it kind of puts a little bit of a, a double whammy in there. Now, soybeans, uh, they increased the acres on those to 87.5 million. The trade expected 86.5. Last year, we were at 83.6 million acres. So more bearish on that standpoint, too. And they increased yield to 52 bushels to the acre, where this last year we were at 50.6, pushing ending stocks to 435 million bushels um, relative to 315 last year. So even with good demand, you know, for the soybeans, that's going to be putting more supply into the marketplace. On the wheat side, they had 47 million acres planted, estimated 47.5 by the trade. Last year at 49.5. Um, now they're looking at 49.5 bushels to the acre versus 48.6 last year. Puts our ending stocks at 769 relative to 658. So I mean, really, the, the wheat was the most bearish of the markets as we were trading today, looking at some significant losses down 14, 15 cents. Um, that's that's because uh, wheat is really struggling as far as exports are concerned. We we look at bolstering those ending stocks a little bit more. You know, we've got a lot of headwinds there on that market. So um, the average corn price now for the year, they reduced 40 cents to 440 bushels. So you keep that in mind when you're looking at doing your marketing and what your projections are. Average soybean price, they dropped 145 to 1120 per bushel. And the average wheat price was reduced $1.20 to $6 on an average per bushel. Now, remember, these are just estimates. So Things can change as we move along through the year, obviously, because there's a lot of different outside influence that can have an issue there. Now, uh, the crush is supposed to or estimated to climb to a record 2.4 
billion bushels um, with exports for soybean meal actually set to set a new record this next year. They are doing re- very well, but yet we're seeing lower soybean meal prices and continuing to see some decline there because we are crushing a lot um, for soy oil. Soy oil uh, for biofuel this next year, USDA expects an increase of 8% to 14 billion pounds of soy oil. So we're crushing the oil to get the soy or the soybeans to get the oil, but it's producing more meal. Exports are good for meal, but we are seeing a lot of domestic supply. So it's um, kind of, uh, that's that's kind of an a interesting market there between the meal and oil all the time. Now, weekly export sales, we had 51.4 million bushels for corn. Um, shipments were at 34.5. The, sake wheel, the weekly goal is 27.5 on sales. So we exceeded that quite a bit. But the shipment goals for per the week is 46.4. So we are falling behind or running behind on that. Soybean export sales were 13 million bushels. Um, shipments at 53.4 million bushels. Uh, we What we need to see is 11 million on weekly sales to hit USDA's projections. So it's a little bit above that. But the shipment uh, goal it was above the shipment goal too of 21.3. Now wheat was 12.8 million bushels um, at shipments of 14.9. The weekly export goal is 4.9. Uh, so the weekly export sales were good for wheat. Uh, the goal is 18.9 on shipping. Now meal was 203.4 metric tons. Shipments were at 343.6 metric tons. Uh, that's doing very well on the weekly goal. That, the goal is 149.4, well above that. And uh, shipping goal, we're way above the shipping goal at 260.6. Now, the other noteworthy news is EPA decided to allow farmers to use existing dicamba fly supplies or what was labeled or produced or in the pipeline you know, prior to uh, February 6th. So they did make that allowance uh, in order to utilize that stuff to be used into the crop this year because otherwise that was going to really create a lot of an issue so a lot of different things going on in the marketplace but overall we're looking at a little more bearishness to the grain markets and then robin on the other side of the ag marketplace with the livestock complex uh, what do we see going on in the uh, cattle and hogs well the cattle uh, we did re- regain some of the losses or most of the losses from yesterday. We had initially some cash traded uh, yesterday, about $1 to $2 lower. We had a big boost on, on cash trade last week, $1 to $2 lower. Trade was kind of anticipating maybe steady prices. So that put a little bit of a, a nail in the coffin yesterday, but they're overcome that today. Um we're still seeing potential for some lower cash. A little bit was uh, done today again. Dollar lower in the north, about $2 lower in the south. Not very many being traded. That More of that's going to happen probably on Friday again, as it generally does. Um, so the trade is a little bit cautious on on what's going on. And our export sales were not very good. They were at 16 1,600 metric tons for the weekly export sales. That's down 19% from last week. So 
Really, the beef exports are struggling somewhat. But box beef prices made a little bit of a comeback, at least at the midday report. Choice was up $1.19, select up $3.84. Now, the last or so far this week, we've seen lower uh, uh, box beef prices, which has been a little bit of a negative um, impact on the market. Uh, so we'll see what's what we what we end up with at the end of the day. But, um, you know, generally we're seeing a little bit of a, uh, an issue there or a caution developing by traders for the cattle market at this at this current level. Now, on the pork side, we have seen the last two days a really significant turnaround, strong buying in the futures. Looks like it's going to challenge the highs of of uh, January 30th again, the way they're going. Pork export sales uh, provided a lot of support today to maintain the gains from yesterday uh, or keep those gains and maintain a little bit more upside today. Pork exports were at 71,900 metric ton. That was up 83% from last week. So the anticipation of stronger pork exports uh, by China cutting some of their herd and and that is really seems to be coming to fruition. And that's why Packers have been so uh, more aggressive uh, the last couple of weeks as far as buying because they need to get this pork. They need to get it for exports, not quite so much for domestic demand, but more for exports. Uh, so uh, futures, you know, held the strong gains of yesterday. The direct uh, daily direct hog report showed cash up 229 at midday, that was a bit of a surprise because generally they buy early and that kind of backs off. Um, but at, it was up 229 at the midday report and cutouts were up $3.08. So uh, seems like we're building a little bit more steam under this hog market right now that could carry on through at least for a little bit and uh, you know maybe provide some better prices, some better returns for producers. Robin, lots of great information today for those of our listeners who'd like to get in touch, learn more, and uh, just uh, reach out to the folks at agmarket.net. How can they do that? Well, they can call me directly if they'd like, 877-256-3253. Go to our website, agmarket.net. There's a 844 phone number in there uh, that can, they can call or they can send us an email, and uh, they'll be able to get a hold of somebody. Robin, thanks so much for taking the time to visit with us today, and uh, we appreciate your great market analysis as always. Looking forward to hearing from you again soon. All right. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. That again was Robin Schmall of agmarket.net. We'll go ahead and take a look at the closing market prices. March corn down six and a half at 417 and three quarters. March soybeans down eight and a quarter at 1162 and a quarter. March soybean meal down 380 at 339.50. March soybean oil down 35 cents at 46 even. Chicago wheat down 18 and a half at 567 even. Kansas City hard red wheat down 12 even at 575 and three quarters. Minneapolis spring wheat down four and a half at 658 even. March oats up a quarter of a cent at 382 and a quarter. On the Merck, February live cattle up a dollar at 183.40. March feeders up 87 cents at 247.10. April lean hogs up 47 cents at $85 even. April pork cutout went unchanged at 91.42. February class 3 milk up 2 cents at 16.18.
And that's been a check of the closing market prices. Thanks again to Robin Schmall of agmarket.net for joining us today here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters. I'm Riley Smith.